Ah, this is the Sports Booth Podcast. Listen, uh, we are doing a freestyle show today. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't really – we have some stuff that's prepared. Uh, but today, this is kind of like a special edition yeah. of, of the Sports Booth uh, where we're just kind of going to go off here. And yeah. Chris said something interesting to me. Listen, uh, if you guys know Chris or if you don't know Chris, the thing about Chris is – Chris doesn't really get uh, aggravated about a lot of things. He doesn't really get agitated about a lot of things. And he just mentioned before we started a podcast that he has a sensitive topic. I do. Yep. That he wants to discuss. And I want to hop right in. Because, listen, if it makes you mad, I just want to know what it is. Yeah. You know oh, man. You know, this is heartbreaking news. So we're still playing a little bit of catch up here on the sports booth over these last couple of weeks again. We got things going on outside of outside of the booth that we got to do, which is totally fine. So uh, maybe a week and a half ago was announced, and this is, this hurts, Mitch, because I know this is a major part of my upbringing. This is all that I've known, but Mike Golick Sr. has not been asked to come back to ESPN Radio starting mid-August. It went from since 1998, and in between that time, we know mostly from uh, Mike and Mike in the morning with Mike Greenberg. Yeah. And now his morning show has been Golik and Wingo with Trey Wingo. And it was announced, and Golik said it wasn't his decision, ESPN's decision. They're not going to bring him back for morning talk radio uh, starting, I think, August 16th, mid-August. They got a couple weeks left. And just super disappointing for me, man. Those are, that, that's my guy. You know, uh, for those that don't, don't know, I'm, I'm currently a teacher. My drive time is – is Golik and Wingo. You know, I I love listening to them. It's unbiased. It's facts. It's knowledge-based. It's experience. It's hilarious. They get all the all the best interviews and talking about donuts and all the fatty foods we love, man. And so it was yeah. disheartening every every morning I listen to Golik and Wingo and I uh and I and they talk about the countdown. It just makes me a little sad. It, it, reports are Trey Wingo uh, wasn't about the morning morning slot. And ever since Golik Sr. got back from vacation about a week ago, Trey hasn't been there. So I don't know if there's like some beef going on or what, man. But if this is Trey Wingo's fault, I he's public enemy number one then for me, dude. You know? What? Bro, I bet you Mike Sr., Stole his girl, dude. And that's <laughs> why they fired him, dude. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, Bro. come on. He's he's a little thick, but thick and, guys save lives. You know what I mean? So and, and here's the thing, they have not mentioned Trey once this whole time. He's it's been like over a week he's been gone. And they have not said his name once, bro. Like it, it's been like it's been they've had a couple guys fill in for him, but really it's been junior and senior today. It was just those two doing it. They have not said – usually they'll say, like, oh, Trey's on vacation or Trey's not feeling ill. They say that for any of those guys that aren't in, in the show. But they have not said anything about this dude. So dude. I don't want to put anything out there. But Trey Wingo is the the reason why Golik is getting off radio. I got issues. I got issues, man. You know, Bro, that's, listen. that's my guy. That's my yeah. guy. Yeah, I like Mike Senior too. I did not know that uh, because now that I moved down to Marietta, we don't really have sports radio in Marietta, <laughs> yeah. which sucks. Um, yeah. So I just listen to like podcasts a lot. But uh, oh. but anyway, no, dude. If if I see Trey Wingo, man, and he is responsible <laughs> for it, it's fate on sight. Yeah, like, and Trey hasn't said anything. I just looked at his Twitter today. There's 
nothing, man. He's just he's a wall completely. Right. So you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Fade on site, dude. We'll we'll see what yeah. what's going on there. But um, but yeah, disappointing stuff, man. But how are you, how are you doing, Mitch? How how are you doing today? Coming into the good. booth. I'm doing good. I uh, have been working on my house a little bit. There you go. Um, and uh, so it's been frustrating. Uh, I had laid a floor Ooh. recently, laid some floor down. Um, and uh, I don't know, man, it was difficult. It was a bathroom floor too. So there was like a lot of cuts mm. and like around the bathtub, it like curves out. So you got to cut like a curve. Yeah, that's, it's got to be perfect. Like yeah, it, that's it was difficult. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It was pretty difficult, but I, I came, I saw a conquered, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey, um, so any, any listeners good. out there that need a floor laid, are you, Putting yourself out there right now, dude. Listen, if you need a floor laid, <laughs> oh, listen, I will come and help you. Oh, there we go. I now, whether that. you want my help, <laughs> that's a different story. But if you want help, man, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to come and help. You know what I mean? That's nice. Well, you know what I mean, well, I here's was the thing. Say, oh, <laughs> I was just going to say. Speaking of help, dude, help has come, and we have sports this week, man. Yes. Yes. You're exactly right. That's what I was just about to get into. Okay. Look, listen, listen, there are some tough times in life. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. Sometimes, you know, life is a house and before you can Ooh. live in it, you got to do some work. You know what Ooh. I mean? You got to put the work in to get to where you want to be so that you can yep. live comfortably where you're at. That's the same thing with life, man. You got to do the work. You know, a lot of these kids these days, man, they don't like doing no work. You know what I mean? They, they would rather just sit around at home in their mom's basement watching whatever they watch. I don't Part, know if I even want to talk about that. Participation Listen, trophies. Participation yes. trophies, man. That's Yes, that's exactly right. You're, I mean, you want to be a coach, man. You know how it is. Listen, my kid, I got one on the way. My wife's five months pregnant. Yeah. My kid's not getting no participation trophy. You know, cheerleading. Oh, we're gonna give you a participant. No, get throw that in the trash, man. <laughs> it's one. You, you're either first or you're last. You know what I'm there saying? There you go. There you to go. To quote Ricky Bobby, dude, you're yep. first or you're last. The Here's goat. the thing, man. In life, you got to do some work sometimes to get to where you're comfortable, and you can continue to live, dude. You got to lay the foundation. Got to do some work. Here's the thing about Corona, man. And here's the thing with sports. Listen, sometimes. We got to go through the tough times to get to the great times. You yep. know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So we're out of, we're out of Corona. You know, I mean, we're, it's still uh, here. It's still here, but <laughs> we are getting there, man. As, yes. as sports yes. fans and, and, and the commissioners and the league owners and the players, they have done the work. They have laid the foundation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now they're ready to go from the tough times to the great times, man. They've laid that foundation. They're ready to get. They're ready to get going. So I'm excited. Um, we talked. Let's hit baseball, man. Let's and you do know it. more about baseball than me. Um, Let's do I've been it. paying attention because we're doing this podcast, so I got to pay attention. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, so anyone that's listening on Thursday, July 23rd, it is opening day. Two games. Uh, two games Thursday night to kick off the season for Major League Baseball. Um, neither of them involve Ohio teams. The Reds and Indians, uh, their opening day comes um, Friday. So I thought it'd be good, you know, break down these guys, see how they're doing. 
Um, but Bay baseball news in general, Toronto Blue Jays, they don't even have a home right now, dude. You know, Canada, Canada, Canada closed off the border, rejected the uh, Blue Jays. They, they wanted to, you know, because they're in Canada and wanted to try to play from home and still travel. The country said, nope, no international travel. So Toronto, the Blue Jays are scrambling. They asked the Pirates if they could use their ballpark. And they, the state of Pennsylvania has rejected that. So the Blue Jays are looking for a home, you know. They're, Dude, their first Clippers. The, the Clippers Stadium. Columbus, come to Columbus. Yes, Clippers Stadium. Dude, that is a great ballpark, man. It really is. Like, you've been there. I, I've I been there. It's, it's a great awards. place to sit down. It's won awards. You know, seventh inning stretch. Well, get a little brewski, eat some hot dogs, watch some baseball. It's a great thing. Now, now imagine professional baseball is there. Yeah, and that goes hard. And, and like these guys literally just need grass to play on. You're not allowed fans in these ballparks anyway. You know, like they right. did. So uh, their first home game isn't until July 30th. So they got just about a week to figure this out. Um, but they're kind of screwed right now, kind of stuck. And a couple of baseball analysts have come out and said that there's a real possibility that they only play away games this season. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with difficult. the Blue Jays. I mean, the season starts tomorrow, Thursday, July 23rd. So you kind of got to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, I figured out quick. Learn that, man. You know, we're talking about our tribe. You know, I'm an Indians fan, Cleveland sports fan, road tribe. Uh, yeah. And they got, they got a, they got a, you know, they've got a crew. You know, this is a team that's has kind of we've seen a lot of their core players. I don't want to say core players. They're more of their starters have left over the last couple of years. Most notably, this past off season, Corey Kluber is now with the Rangers. That's um, nice, dude. Yeah, I love it, Corey Kluber. It's tough. Trevor Bauer got traded, yeah, but even with Trevor Bauer, even with all of that, they still have a, a core. You know, they they've they still got a strong rotation between Mike Clevenger. Shane Bieber, Cookie Carrasco. Uh, they still have a above-average closer in Brad Hand, even though he was really ticking me off last year. Remember, yeah. this is an Indians ball club that came into the final week within reach of the division title, only to let it slip to teams like Baltimore and Toronto and the White Sox, teams you can't lose against. Um, they, they let, No, not even those guys, central teams. They, they lost to, like, Kansas City and the White Sox. You know, bottom level teams that they just completely blew it to, but they still have a team comeback of Carlos Lantana, you know, Jose yeah. Ramirez, Frankie Lindor. Uh, they they've got Framil Reyes, who's been slugging so far starting uh, during these last during this week during scrimmages. So this is a team that still has talent. Uh, they've got experience too with some of their outfielders, especially guys that have gotten a lot of run, uh, but we've seen with this team and I feel like it's really come down to, to injuries. We saw Jose miss Trump this season last year during a critical stretch run. Frankie, uh, Frankie missed some time also. And already we have Tyler Naquin on the uh, injury list um, to start the season. And so this is a team 60 games. We'll see what they do. They, the Indians traditionally under Terry Francona have not gotten off to fast starts. But I'm optimistic, like I said, the talent's there. You can do a lot worse than what you've got, especially in a sport like baseball where it seems like anybody, anything can happen in any game. Yeah. Uh, and the, the strength of this team being that rotation, even with 
the likes of Kluber being gone and Bauer go, being gone, you still have a solid rotation there. Now it's about just keeping these guys healthy. Yeah, man, I really like uh, – the guy I really like, just his personality is uh, is Clevenger. He's really he's really a cool guy. Yeah. Um, hey, and shout out to Shea Beebs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? That dude can, that dude can ball out. So he, he went off last year. He did. I, I really, I really appreciated him. Um, Lindor, man, he he he's a slugger, bro. He comes in clutch. Yeah. You know, we just got. I mean, here's the thing. You know, if we weren't gonna get there, if 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 the players at Bauer and you know if they weren't getting us there, then why continue to pay them? Move yep. on, try and find some other people. Trade them away to a ball club that that does want to contend. Well, yep. not that we don't want to contend, but. You understand no, and, what I'm saying. And, and, and that was a good point. And that's, you know, all we've heard out of the Indians so far has been Frankie Lindor discussions because uh, the Indians are under an ownership group that traditionally does not like to pay bit major salaries, which is what Frankie would be looking for, which he has every right to. He's a top five player. I don't, I don't think that's crazy to say he's a franchise piece. Uh, but what should be encouraging for Tribe fans everywhere is today the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, signed Mookie Betts to a thir- to 12-year, $365 million deal. Uh, and so what that means, we've heard the rumors, you know, because usually these big-time ball clubs in a non-salary cap league, such as MLB, they're the ones that can go out there. And we've heard about the Yankees. Like, they can go out there and just kind of get whoever they want. Right. What this contract shows is, you know, Frankie was one of those guys that the Dodgers and Dodgers fans were kind of, you know, looking at maybe thinking about, you know, maybe this could happen. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that this means that, you know, $365 million in one guy, that's no joke. And they've already got guys like Clayton Kershaw on that team, Cody Bellinger. They've got a loaded team. So I'm hoping that's a strong sign that they could be out of the running for Frankie and hopefully the Tribe can lock something up. Also, a quick shout-out to Cookie Carrasco, dude. This guy came back from leukemia, and yeah. he's on the active roster. He's he's trying to he's trying to you know get some wins, and so you gotta love the cookie. Yeah, man. Hey, shout to him, dude. That 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 takes that takes guts, man. It takes yeah. guts. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. So, um, but something else I want to touch on, man, is something's going down in Cincinnati, in that city in general, bro. We got the Bengals out here spending like 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 they're like they don't have a salary cap, right? And the Reds are doing the exact same thing, man. I mean, they brought some big, big name players this year: Mike Mustakis, uh, Nick Castellanos. They brought this guy from Japan. Uh, I'm not going to try to say his name, but a top prospect from Japan. Uh, pitching wise, they, you know, as we mentioned, the Trevor Bauer trade. They have Trevor Bauer, Luis Castillo, who's an All Star last year, Sonny Gray, who's a All Star level player, All Star level talent. This is a this is a pretty good team. Look out for the Reds. And on top of that, you got overliable Joey Votto. You got Tucker Barnhart, catcher, some guys that have been around. Uh, but I really look at that Nick Castellanos edition this offseason. I mean, this is a guy that was getting – that got out of Detroit, traded, traded to the Cubs last season. One, one of those guys that you see get, gets moved to contending team. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he's a great ball player. And I was happy to see Cincinnati lock him up. Uh, but this is a team that, you know, their rotation is fantastic. It's top-heavy. Uh, their their lineup, they can get hits. They've got some power in that lineup right now. And all really comes down to is defense, uh, I, I believe, in my opinion. So, 
we can see maybe the Reds make a run. Like I said, 60 hey, games. Man. Where Mitch was right, I told you guys that Cincinnati was in the running. I I, I told you that they were going to compete this year. Uh, They were a semi-joke last year, Uh, but this year they're they're making moves, man. Yeah. They're They're making moves, dude, and Cincy is spending money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the truth, dude. Red's making big moves, dude. Mike Brown throwing dollars like he's – like he's in the the strip club or something, <laughs> passing out money, bro. Putting money in players' shoulder pads. I Dude, mean, it's they, something something's going on down there, some, man. But yeah, uh, like, is it like an economic renaissance, man? If listen, if you're listening, you live in Cincinnati, man. Let me know. Yeah, what's going on down there? Because I need some out. money. But so maybe I can go down there and, and find a job doing something. There, there's <laughs> there's a there's a lot of a lot of. Uh, Sports Illustrated, for example, has the Reds predicted second in the division. There's a lot. There's a lot of people out there that are high on the Reds coming in. You know, like I said, just defense. They did, a lot of those guys didn't have fantastic defensive ratings last year. But man, that's a that's a rotation to be reckoned with, and that's a lineup that can get it done. So it'll be it'll be really interesting to see what happens, man. But yeah, and Cincinnati's division is always stacked. I feel like yeah, that's that's a tough it's one between the Cubs stacked. and the Brewers. Uh, that that's a tough division for sure. Yeah, uh, St. I mean, Louis. St. Louis is in there. I mean, that's that's one of the tough, in my opinion, that's one of the toughest divisions in sports. You know? Oh yeah, that's that's, um, that's a really tough one. Uh, I mean. For sure. For sure. Those, those what is that? The NL? What is that? The NL? Teams. NL Central, yeah. Those NL Central, teams, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, like, you know, you talk about tough divisions, you know, the NBA Western Division. You got, you know, like the Big Ten East. Like, that's one of the toughest divisions in sports. AFC North. NL Central, one of the toughest divisions in sports. You know, like yeah. AFC, AFC South, I think, is AFC kind of tough North. sometimes. AFC North is tough. Yeah, like. Yeah. There's some tough team. There's some tough divisions out there, and that's one of them. So, you know, yeah. like, congrats to Cincinnati too, because they, like, Cincinnati has to deal with stuff that, like, sometimes Cleveland doesn't have to really deal with. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, I look at Cleveland's division, and I see yeah. a, a much <laughs> easier division. And um, yeah, it's it's that that is a tough pill last year because you look at that division. You know, every analyst, every everybody, you know, was, you know, the easiest division to pick coming in the 2019 season. American League Central Indians, hands down. Then the Twins just did their thing and uh, and re- really, really balled out last season, especially hitting the home run ball. So, you know, that was a surprise. But, yeah, outside Minnesota, you know, there's a lot of talk with the White Sox right now out of the AL, AL Central, but um, they're, they're still unproven. So, um you know, really hoping the tribe can get out to to a quick start here to start the season. And then hoping the Reds, they're they've kind of got the opposite issue where they've been getting off to you know quicker starts. Yeah, hopefully they can maintain that now and go those yeah. that sixty game stretch. So I'm just excited that baseball is back and we can watch some games that mean something. Yes. Uh, you know, no offense to three on three tournament and uh, and two uh, K league. No, full offense, full offense. Full offense. Full offense. Yeah. Offense. No, nobody's two, watching that, dude. Speaking of 2K League, man, you know, we so Mitch is coming up this weekend. 
and uh, you, you know, know we, these problems in 2K. Dude. We're gonna have to hit the sticks. We'll have a full yeah. recap of that coming next week's show. I'm telling you, bro, you don't want these problems in 2K. <laughs> All right, I'm telling you right yeah. now. Um, actually, you're probably gonna beat me, but I'll still play. <laughs> so, it, you uh, know, participation trophy. Um, yeah, so, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. That's the way to go. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. So, okay. Um, so we have that. Uh, baseball's coming up. I'm excited. I don't ever watch baseball, but I will be now <laughs> yeah. because, you know, it's listen, on. I've been watching NASCAR, Ooh. so it's like, you know, <laughs> so baseball might be a little uh-huh. bit more entertaining than that. Uh, so I'll be like in heaven. Maybe I'll be a baseball fan. I don't know. Dude, but the team I'm paying sweet. attention to, obviously, I'm an Indians fan. I root for Cleveland. You guys know we do have a little bit of a Cleveland slant. But uh, one of the teams I'm going to be paying attention to uh, for sure is the Reds. Um, obviously, you know, they're not my team, but they're Ohio. And so, uh, and I, I, like I said, I said this before. I said, man, maybe it, it could be a little bit of a long shot, but you remember me saying this. I All thought right. that they need yeah. a championship, haven't won one really for, for quite a long time, I think the 70s, um, and, uh, and, and now it's time for them to, uh, to get back in the spotlight, make some moves, spend some money. So, Book And it, I yeah. said, you know, it's a long shot, but it could happen. That's what I yep. said. So let's I, watch uh, them contend, man. Yeah, I, I, I'll always go for the Reds. You know, I got to say, Great American Ballpark is – that's my favorite ballpark that I've been to and I've been out to Dodger Stadium but just <laughs> I I love Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati right on the river you've got the like the, the like the stacks so I don't even know my terms right but it just looks sweet man uh, yeah and and th- this sounds dumb but like it's so red there yeah and it's just it just looks it looks awesome I, I I just love that ballpark so I do too I love I love that's that's one of my favorite like parts of a city is is right there in Cincinnati where it's right by the river and there's all those great restaurants around where the red stadium is. And like, it's the thing I don't like about it is that the it's bad for traffic there. Like if Mm. you're trying to go to a game, there's like zero parking and the, and like the traffic is awful. But yeah, on the flip side of that, once you're there, it's awesome because you could sit like literally you could sit right there mm-hmm. and not leave, not leave that area and have tons of stuff to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The parking's a little far out in my opinion. You know, we got to do a parking review sometime for all these, for all these stadiums, but you know, I'll give Cleveland the upper hand in that aspect because their parking parking's up close and right there. Then everything's walking. But yeah, once you get to the ballpark district in Cincinnati, you know, with the Paul Brown stadium, we were just there last year great place uh then yeah you can't beat the river man none is none is sunny summer day 75 yeah. out you got kayakers in the water catching home run balls can't can't top it that's dope yeah that's yeah. cool yeah hey i'm not gonna brag on Cle- i am gonna brag on cleveland listen that <laughs> there where they baseball stadium is and like by the Cavs and all of that yeah it's, it's radisson sweet. like all of that stuff dude that's pretty dope right there it, it is i just you know, and I'm a Cleveland sports fan, but I gotta give Cincinnati the upper hand in their in their baseball ballpark. You know, I, yeah, their baseball ballpark is better. I'm yeah. just talking about the area around. Oh yeah, yeah, um, it's, yeah. It's yeah, awesome. that place that's sweet. It's awesome, progressive field being like the first thing you see when you come in downtown Cleveland. You know, yeah, so, that is cool. 
That is cool. Awesome stuff. All right, man. Hey, listen. So, okay, we've been talking about these Madden rankings. Oh, yeah. Chris, do you have the Madden rankings pulled up? Here's how we're going to do it. Yeah, okay? I'm right here for you. So, all right. Um, Chris has access to the Madden rankings. He is watching the Madden rankings. Um, and he has compiled a top 10 list uh, of, of tight ends, right? Wide receivers. So, yeah, so not I haven't compiled these. These are what was released. So right, these are, yeah, that's what's released. So you yeah. have them. Though. Wide receiver, cornerbacks, and tight ends. Right. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, okay? I am going to – we're going to start with a position, Chris. I yep. am going to guess the top ten, okay? Okay. Um, and I will start with one and work my way back to ten. And then after I finish, we will reveal the actual top ten. All right, gotcha. So, and I'll, so, I'll keep it. I'll keep it written down here also, so that we can keep track. Um, yes. So, and just to be clear, are you, are you, what you're predicting? Are you guessing it in this order, one through ten? Yes, I will okay. start with one who I think is the best, okay. and I will end with ten. Okay. So I right, am. Man. So yeah, okay. All right, man. Uh, All right. Where are we going to start? You tell me. Uh, let's go wide receiver. Wide receiver. Okay. All right. Wide receiver, number one in the league. <sighs> wow. Um, there's so many good picks there. Uh, but I am going to go number one. I'd have to say Michael Thomas. Okay. Um, I think that he, uh, just overall, I just think that he's one of the best receivers. All right. Um, and I just like his speed, his toughness, his agility. Mm-hmm. I cannot see him being anything less than a 99. So that's just off the dome. I'm not looking at anything, but I think that's right. Okay. okay. Number two, I would say you would have to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Because he does not miss, he does not miss a catch. Um, he's oh. also pretty fast. He's a great route runner. So number two, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, number three, I think you have to go Julio Jones there. Um, Julio Jones is – I think that the thing is, I do not think he's the number three receiver in the league, but a lot of people do. And so uh, – and also, like, Madden tends to have – like, they tend to look back on certain players and say, well, this player has been historically really good. And, and because of that, I think it kind of gets, there's like some historical bias there. Obvious examples, JJ Watt. I do not think JJ Watt's supposed to be a 98 overall, but you know, it is what it is. So, um, okay. So Julio Jones four. Can I, can I let you in on a little inside scoop here real quick? Yeah. So all I was going to say is that your, the, your top three, you have them perfect. They're right. One through three so far. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. And Mike, Michael Thomas, he is in the 99 club. DeAndre Hopkins, 98. Julio, 97. So you're doing great. You know, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Huh? Okay. Okay. Number four. Um, I would say... I would say 
they gave it to Keenan Allen, I would say. Um, that's just a guess. I have no clue. Okay. Okay, number five. Number five, I think – wow, it's really tough to come up with five wide receivers, like off the – like ten wide receivers off the dome and list them in order. <sighs> Number five, I would say they probably did something dumb and put a What'd you say? Sorry, what's up? I, I, I lost you there for a sec. Uh-oh. You there? We uh we might be going solo here. We might be uh making a hard transition. Mitch right now is frozen in time. Yeah, there you go. Oh, what happened? Oh, you we go you, down. You just got stuck in time there for a second, bro. It's all good. Whoa. All right, we're still recording now, right? Yeah, we're still going. Did Sorry, you, guys. Did you say you're number five yet? I said Amari Cooper. I okay, gotcha. Uh, is number five. Okay. Number six, I think. Number six, I think they gave to Devontae Adams. Okay. Um. Number seven, I would say Chris Godwin. Okay. Number eight, Odell Beckham. Okay. Number nine. Oh, are you there? So Mitch got stuck in time again and his image right now in our call is pretty scary he's looking at me you know and he's in a still frame mid blink so his eyes are just his eyelids his eyes are just closed his mouth is open he's he's looking pretty scary out here he's about a little little scoop right now for the listeners He's going to be really disappointed about this list. Oh, there he is. There he is. Nine. Number nine. I heard something about me being really disappointed about this oh, no, list. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Number nine. Did you get my number nine? No, I didn't. Um, okay. Number nine, I'm going to say T.Y. Hilton. Okay. And then 10. You know, I'm going to go with Jarvis Landry. How could you not have him in the top 10? Goose. All right. So, like I said, you nailed the top three. The rest, okay. not so much. So let, okay. let, me, let me give this to you. So at number four, we've got Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill, how did I forget about Tyree Kill? We got Tyree Kill, the cheetah, at number four. Number five, wow. we've got Devontae Adams. Number okay, five. I had him in the top ten, though. Yep. Right? Uh, well, no, you have Dev- – oh, yeah, yeah. You had. He's in the top ten, but he's yeah. not number five, though. Yeah, you have him number list. six. Yep. Okay. Number six, according to Madden, is Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, I had him in the top in the top ten. Number okay. seven, Stephon Diggs. 
Oh, shoot. How did I forget about Stephon Diggs? Number eight is going to make you really mad. Number eight, Mike Evans. But I put him at 10, right? No, you just put Jarvis at 10. Oh, who not? Did I have Mike Evans in there? No, no Mike Evans. Fried. Okay, Mike Evans. Wow, how did I miss him? Number nine, Odell. Number 10, Keenan Allen. So when I look at this list of the Madden ratings, for me, there's a little bit of conversation between – I think DeAndre Hopkins is just as worthy as, at 99 as Michael Thomas is, but Michael Thomas absolutely gave him the 99. He does it all. Possession guy, deep threat, you know, um, route running. He's not really known for his uh, – like, he's, he's not a cheetah or even yeah. like a Stephon Diggs, like that type of like just complete insane speed. But he more than makes up for that with his with his with his hands with his possession catches because right. instead of running those fifty yards after the ball, he just runs that route and he snags over whoever. Uh, but DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, his catching has got to be a, a ninety nine because like yeah, you said, I think it is. I think it is. He snags everything, and it doesn't matter who it is, you know, guarding him or the quarterback. He snags everything. I've always been a big DeAndre Hopkins fan. Julio. Definitely valid in the top three. There's some arguments on social media about Julio being a number two or even a number one. I think DeAndre and Michael Thomas kind of take the one and two debate there. But Julio, he's a legend. Uh, again, deep threat with that blend of insane speed, just a freak of nature. Um, and then so we've got Cheetah. I would kind of go Devonta Adams over Cheetah, honestly, just because I like Adams is very polished. Uh he does all all aspects of the game, just at an elite level. Whereas Tyreek Hill, he is that he is that playmaker, he's that highlight reel, right? Which is great. Yeah. But I like Devonta Adams just more so from just a overall standpoint. Um, and then Amari Cooper, that's a tough one for me because he has he has all the skill. It just hasn't been as consistent. I I think he's I think he's a top ten in terms of talent. But putting it all together, we haven't seen that as consistently. Stephon Diggs for me, kind of same thing, little inconsistent. Um, I I kind of expected a little bit more of a takeoff last year without Adam Thielen in, and it was more some more inconsistency. Uh, elite number two receiver, I think. But put him in the top ten, that's a little tough for me, especially with a couple of the guys I think could have been in there. Mike Evans slept on majorly slept on this guy is an absolute stud i think i could i can't believe i forgot him how did i forget him i could see him being a 95 96 the guy he he does all and he he's he's so large he's just he's just uh he's a red the ultimate red zone receiver you know when you think about red zone receiver even a deep threat that's mike evans for you odell you know this he used to he used to be in that 95 96 range is you know, so I'm looking for a big bounce back here for Odell. Hopefully we see that. But the talent's still there, obviously. He can, he can catch anything. Keenan Allen, number 10 for Madden. Again, slept on. Possession guy. You know, similar to Mike Evans. Red zone target. Big body. Uh, can, can, make, can make the, you know, can moss anybody. Can make the, the big time grabs. And I'm happy about Keenan Allen because his first two years, blew out his ACL. You know, it was a rough start. For his career but since then he's been mr mr consistent just game in game out just 
just snag, 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 just nonstop, all game, uh, and an all-pro talent for sure. So the guys that you had on there that weren't included, Chris Godwin, that's the one that, that's the one of the guys I thought should have been in top ten. Yeah. Uh, and what do you have, like 1,200 receiving yards last year? Just, just a, He's nuts. He He's is. nuts, in he, my opinion. More of like that overall talent, right, like with the speed and possession. Um, yeah. You got T.Y. Hilton in there, uh, which, you know, he's, he's – we're kind of forgetting a little bit about T.Y., I think, overall. But their offensive coordinator came out last week was, you know, he's expecting big things from T.Y. again. He's getting right. up to a little bit in age, but T.Y. Uh, can still get it done. Uh, and I think the I think those were the only two that uh, that, that you, I didn't oh, have in there. No, yeah, uh, Jarvis, Jarvis, yeah, Jarvis, yeah. Which I love Jarvis. I think, you know, he's I, really underrated in my. He, opinion. he he is reliable. That's yeah. what Jarvis Landry is. I mean, he's he's through five through five seasons. He's had more receptions than any other player in the history of the NFL. He is reliable. He played on those Dolphins teams and still getting catches. Um, and he he's one of my favorite players in the NFL, honestly. I, I I can't wait to rock that Jarvis jersey I just ordered. Uh, but he he's Mr. Reliable. Um, and if you were just looking for a production guy day in, day out, Jarvis Landry is in that conversation. Right. For sure. For sure. Right. All right, bro. So uh where where do you want to go? Cornerback or tight Let's end? Let's do cornerback. Let's do cornerback. Um, okay, I'll start from one. All right, again, write these down, and, and uh, we'll see how this goes. All right. Okay, number one, I would go with um, – I would have to go with a guy that allowed um, zero touchdowns last year um, with a – with like a 50% completion rating. Yeah. Uh, and that's Tredavious White. I think that would be my number one, just in my opinion. Uh, I'm not even factoring about uh, Madden. I think that Tredavious White is a beast. Okay, yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, the second one, I would go with uh, Stefan Gilmore um, at number two. I think he's solid. Um, number three – I would say, um, I would say Marcus Peters. Okay. Um, for the Ravens, he's pretty solid. Um, number four, I would go with. They probably did something dumb, which I. This guy's a good player. Who I'm going to say he's a good player, but he's not a corner in my opinion. He's not going to lock you down, and that's Richard Sherman. I think they probably put him somewhere in the top ten. Okay. And what, what am I, four? I think Richard Sherman at four is probably something that they would do. All right. Um, number five, I would have to go with uh, Casey Hayward. Okay. Um, underrated piece. I don't know if he'll be on there um, because he is pretty underrated, but if you look at his season – he had arguably one of those top 10 seasons. Um, I'm going to have to go with another Raven too. What was that? Number six. This is seven, right? No, you're on six right now. I'm on six. I would say Marlon Humphrey. All right. Um, uh, give me another, uh, 
another Raven guy. Um, number seven would be Marshawn Lattimore. Ooh, Marshawn Lattimore. Nice. Number eight, I would say, would be Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Number nine. Um, we're not. Wow, it's difficult. Um, who's that guy that plays for uh, that plays for the Jaguars? Oh, uh, Boye. Boye? He yeah, just got traded, Boye. though. Yeah. Huh? He just got traded, but yeah. Yeah, I would he say was on, he was on there last year. And then um, is is a uh, is Honey Badger? Is he a is he a cornerback or is he a safety? No, he he's a safety. He's a safety. That's what I thought. Um, shit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's go, uh, Quentin Dunbar. Okay. I mean, Ooh. he's good. Like Quinn Dunbar is good, but I don't. I don't think yeah. they would put him in the top ten. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of before I reveal. You you were about fifty percent here, I think. But okay. before I reveal, when you bring up Quinn Dunbar, I had two snubs for this top ten list that were not on it. One of them being Quinn Dunbar. Um. So he he grayed out an eighty-seven point six on the season for his overall corner for his defensive grade for the year. Second among defensive backs, uh, but not didn't even get in the top ten here for for Madden rankings, um, and so that was a little bit of disappointment. I think that's a that's right. A he, he's good, but I yeah. that's the thing is like I'm trying to get in the head of Madden also. Yeah, because like yeah. I know the statistics, but mm-hmm. and that's Madden the thing, does yeah. some weird stuff sometimes. Yeah, exactly, I don't agree with. exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, did you see Kyler Murray as a 77? He's not a 77, bro. He's at yeah. least an 83. Yeah, that's that's fried. That's fried yeah. for sure. So, yeah, Madden does weird stuff. My second snub was somebody that you had in this list. Uh, you had him a number three. Marcus Peters does not crack the top ten. What? Yeah, yeah I, I can't I thought it. for sure he would be on there. This is a guy that only allowed uh, – didn't, he didn't even allow 12 yards per reception last year. Uh, right. And, and, he faced, and he faced some of the toughest wide receivers in the game last year you know yeah and pick sixes you know that's yeah. what he does he t- he houses it yeah i mean so. he, he you had to think he played jarvis and odell and he had juju smith schuster yep and, and uh tyler boy john ross those guys i mean they're not best receivers but they're good receivers they're fast i mean like he plays some of the he plays some of the fastest some of the best receivers in the league and he routinely shuts them down. And I'm sc- <laughs> Listen, I'm scared when Baker Mayfield throws his way. I'm scared. Yep. Like, yep. You know? yep. so, I'm like, don't throw it to him. Don't throw it to Peters. Like, don't even throw it toward him. But, so that, okay, go ahead. That Sorry. Was a surprise for sure. So, all right. So, with what you said compared to how Madden has it, uh, here's Madden's top 10. Uh, Stephon Gilmer's number one. He's in the 99 club. Uh, yeah, I number- don't think he should be, but that's okay. Number two. He's good. Number two didn't fall off as much as we thought. Jalen Ramsey, but what? Okay. I got I got to let you know the number two rating is a ninety four, so that's a pretty steep drop off. Yeah, that's a very steep in drop corners. Off. Yeah. Uh, number three, we've got Richard Sherman at ninety two. Number three, number four, we have Jair Alexander for the Packers. I forgot about him. Ninety. I forgot about him. Yep, he's that, a beast. That's my fault. 
Number five is your guy, Tredavious White. That's a that's a that's a you know pun intended cornerstone player, bro. That that guy's locked down, and that Buffalo defense has a lot to look forward to uh, for their. Bro, future. he's like Revis Island, dude. He's yep. out there. It's it's one on one. Like yep. you're not going he's, anywhere. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. Uh, number six coming in at eighty nine overall is Marlon Humphrey. Great player, Marlon solid Humphrey. player. Okay. Number seven, same rating, Casey Hayward. Again, yeah. I, I I agree with you. Slept on. Slept on for sure. That dude's a beast. Number yeah. eight, this one surprised me because I didn't think he was a true corner. Byron Jones. Byron eight. Jones. That yeah. yeah, I he's more of like I usually would. I could see it that he would be considered a corner because he can line up on the slot guy. He could also play safety, but you know, I mean, corner Byron Jones. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think of him as a corner either, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of surprised me a little bit. Number nine, you know, you gotta give this guy some love. Darius Slade Jr. Out of Detroit, out of the D. I didn't even think about him either. Yeah. He's, he's a good corner too. Uh, Corner's tough because there it's, I feel like it's a very competitive spot in the league, you know? So Yeah, and it's it's a position too that seems to fluctuate very quickly. Like some guys, you know, they don't last that long at the top, it seems. Um, like Jalen Ramsey. Like I, I, I fully expected him to fall down to like seven or eight. Yeah. Uh but, so yeah, the number ten, except this guy doesn't fall off ever, and that's Pat Peterson at number ten for the Cardinals. How did I forget about Peterson? Uh, yeah. at an eighty-eight. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I like I said about fifty percent. The it seems like yeah, the man is not giving you the love for Tre'Davious White. I'm not even talking about like ninety-nine club, but like out of ninety, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, ninety. I was thinking that he would be at least a ninety-two or a ninety-three, but see, I would think that that Jalen Ramsey would be higher than a ninety-four at number two. So. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, hey, yeah. So, uh, so that's a, that's a pretty good list. Like I said, for me, Quinn Dunbar was slept on, and Marcus Peters. Come on, man. Yeah, get this stuff together, man. But uh, yes, he needs to be on there for sure. I, I will he say needs- though, looking at last season, Richard Sherman. I mean, he was rated. You know, he had the top defensive rating for a, a corner in the league last year. Um, so. You know, and as far as Stephon Gilmore, Gilmore, who who was it that actually cooked him? Uh, who was that? Was it Tyreek Hill? Was it Tyreek? Some, I think, I think, I thought it was somebody lesser known than that. Really? Hmm. Um, I don't know. But Maybe yeah. look it up. Maybe yeah. look it up, and we'll move on. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go to tight ends. We have to get a research team on that. So yeah, but yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. So the top of the tight end order. You know, that should be – you know, you played fantasy these last few years. That should be yeah. uh, pretty predictable, but I don't – you know, no pressure though, okay? So. Yeah, but he – like, here's the thing. Like, what I think is top 10 tight end may not be top 10 tight end for Madden. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I kind of got to play with that. Number one, I'm pretty solidly sure that it will be Travis Kelsey. All right. Because he's so freaking good. Okay. Um, it's he, almost he impossible not to put him at not to put him there at number one. I would say number two. I would go with Zach Ertz. Um, he's really good. And here's the thing. 
I don't think he's going to be that good. But number three, listen, this is a former Madden cover guy. We know Madden loves him. Uh, and so we didn't see him last year, but we saw him this year. Uh, we're going to see him this year. Rob Gronkowski, I think he would be number three. Okay. Um, so I would definitely have to put him there. Uh, number f- number four, I would have to go with George Kittle. Um, wow. Uh, number five. Wow. There's so many guys. Like, because like right here, there's like those top three that's like definitely, you know, like set apart. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, for sure. And the rest kind of like jumbles up, you know? Yeah. Because I could see somebody like Mark Andrews getting in, but at the same time, I don't know if he he's kind of slept on at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like like Austin Hooper is the same way. Like I could see, I think Austin Hooper is a top 10 tight end, but I don't know if he would be a Madden. So like, well, how about this? How about, so you're on number five right now. Let's do your top 10 and we'll see how that compares to Madden. All right. Okay. That's fine. So let's do okay. your top 10. My top 10. So you've got Kelsey Ertz, Gronk and Kittle so far. Yeah. Um, and okay. I have Gronk. Okay. And Kittle. Okay. Um, So I would have to. um, It's a little tough for these guys. (laughs) Yeah, I think Darren Waller would be on there somewhere. He's a beast. Um, I I think Jared Cook will probably be on there somewhere. Are those your next two picks? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just listening to them 10 in order, like not in order. I'm just going with who I can think of. Um. I would say that Austin Hooper is probably somewhere on that list. Um, okay. And that's what? That's your number eight now. Yeah, you got seven eight. done. Um, wow. Uh, I would go with um, – I don't know, like, because on fantasy, he's a beast. But at the same time, he's not. I would have to go with O.J. Howard, man. I think he's All a right. beast. But okay. he's probably not going to be on there. Um, what's his name for the Giants? Uh, Evan oh, Ingram. Nice. nice, yep. He's on there. And then um, this is your last one. Wow. You said you said this guy's name earlier. Mark Andrews? Yeah, yep. So uh so insert Howard for Greg Olson and you have the top ten. Non non order, but you have the top ten. Um, well see, here's the thing about Greg Olson. He's so old, man. I yeah, don't exactly. He's so old and he's but, always hurt. And honestly, I didn't even know if he was gonna come back this season. I wasn't but, sure. But then also here's I mean, O.J. Howard, he, he's kind of in uh, – who were we talking about a little bit ago? He, he's, in that, he's in that high potential category for me. He's, he, he hasn't been consistent with it, you know? Right. Uh, and he's kind of been really underperformed. Um, yeah. yeah. So, the top of the – top of your rankings, I got, I got a couple disagreements with them. And one of them being okay. – so, Madden gives George Kittle number one. 
Travis okay. Kelsey, number two, at 98 and 97 overall. I think that's totally fine. I, I think Kelsey is completely valid for uh, – I think Kittle is completely valid for number one, but I think you could flip-flop either of those Either two. way. Either way. They're, they're both yeah. beasts. Um, I agree. At, at number three, you had – Gronk and Madden also has Gronk. That's where I gotta disagree a little bit. This is a guy that has, too. has hasn't played. He's at ninety five. This guy that hasn't played for a season, and you're gonna have. How's him, he at ninety five? Yeah, I agree. And you're, and you're gonna have him jump Zach Ertz at number four, even Austin Hooper. You know this. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I know Gronk, he's a legend, but he's he's he took a year off. He's older. He's coming off all those injuries, and. And he's down like it looks like he's down like sixty pounds. I know that's not it, but he's yeah, a lot slimmer he looks now. That way. Yeah. So uh, I disagree with Gronk there at ninety-five. N- uh, number four, we had Zach Ertz. That's my fantasy guy. Uh, so good, it Ertz. Uh, <laughs> he he's a beast. Miss you know consistent, reliable. He's yeah. an absolute stud. Austin Hooper at ninety at Austin Hooper at number five at eighty-nine, and then Evan Ingram. If he can get off the injuries when he performs, he's a beast. Yeah. Uh, Jared Cook at number seven. Mark Andrews at eight. Greg Olson, then Darren Waller, which I, I think if we see another year of Darren Waller, maybe not even to the performance he put on last year, but just consistent, I, I think he gets up in the 90s pretty quickly. He's he, pretty soft. He's a good He's a good piece that Oakland has. Yeah, Oakland yeah. did with him. He balled and, out. Yeah, I and I think Jared Cook was good too. I think Jared Cook was good too. Like, didn't Jared Cook used to play for the Raiders? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is now really he's with good. the Saints, but um, yeah. but yeah, no, he's he's a and, good player. So so and, yeah, and like and like you said, this tight end position is tough because it's so top heavy. Which is yeah. especially in fantasy. Like for fantasy, it's like three guys: Ertz, Kittle, Kelsey. And then yeah. insert tight end after there, basically. Right. Um, like, you could wait. Like, if you don't get one of those three guys, you can wait until, yeah. like, your la- one of your last picks to get a tight end. It doesn't even really matter at that Ooh, point. Hey, I, I mean, I'm not going to dive too much into fantasy. <laughs> you know, you're in my league. You know, I get, you know I'm not going to dive too much. In, I wish I could. I hey, what I we could. should do, we should start doing some fantasy stuff, too. We should, too. We should yeah. yeah. Because so. I, would, I, would, yeah, I would like that. But, uh, so – as far as like snubs for me, my overrated was Gronk at three at 95. As far as snubs for me, like it's tough. Like what you said, it's pretty slim. It's top heavy at this position, but a, a guy like Hunter Henry, who has again, the potential. He could definitely I, be on there, but I don't, like I said, he's got potential to be on there. That's a good I, way to put it. I kind of put him and OJ Howard together, two young players, uh, Henry with the injuries and how yeah. the, really just underperforming but yeah. they've they've shown they've shown huge potential uh between the two of them and then as like a very much of a reach Tyler Higby for the Rams he had a really hot stretch to end the season yeah. last year well um, I thought what's his name from uh from Seattle could be on there he had a really good season oh, Disley no, no 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 they have like three guys that are the same player yeah um, yeah yeah, uh, like big white guys. Luke Wilson? Maybe. Don't they have a former Buckeye on there? I know Disley got injured. Um, like I he, don't know. Yeah, we'll think of it. Injury. Yeah. Um, but, 
But yeah, that's yeah, they were right. It's like three guys that are the exact same person. Are the exact same, but they always go off. Like how do they go off? I don't know, but they do go off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sweet. Well, that was fun, man. You hey. know, yeah, you start off strong. Uh, you know, cornerbacks I struggle with the tight ends. I got them except for one guy. I thought yeah, it was yeah, that was good. Yeah, so those receivers um, were like on point though. So. Yeah. So, okay, overall, uh, CBs. Uh, I mean, is it? Would you say you know, like for all of them? Would you say there is anything like atrocious that you think is like that's just not right at all? Uh, as far as the CBs, um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, um, I think they're fine. I think that's a pretty good yeah. list. There were some guys I forgot on there. Patrick Peterson, I definitely forgot about. Yeah. Um, the wide receivers, I think, is pretty solid. I mean, I think Julio is always overrated, but that's me. Um, you yeah, know. I, yeah, I, I agree. Like I said, I'm not as sold. My two things where I'm not as sold on Diggs and Cooper just from a consistency standpoint. Right. And I think Godwin – should be in there. And I think, you know, who would you rather have? Amari Cooper or Adam Thielen? I think that's I think that's a discussion, at least. That is a discussion. That's definitely a discussion for sure. And like I said, like those guys, so it's like the tight ends and the cornerbacks are so top heavy, and then the rest is like filling the gap. But then the wide receivers, it's like it's like there's so many extremely talented wide receivers oh, yeah. that trying to fit them in there is like yeah the top really 10 difficult. wide receivers number 10 wide receiver matters at 91 you know they right. go deep they go deep so so, uh, so yeah. yeah so the the one guy that i would listen i wouldn't surprise i wouldn't be surprised if these guys t- crack the top 10 once the season starts and Madden can start evaluating their performance uh, i'll give you like two guys real quick and then we can We'll wrap the show up with who's fried. Um, okay. So first I would say I would not be surprised if AJ Green sneaks his way into the top 10 okay. um, once they start playing. I think there's a few guys that will probably fall off, uh, but there, but AJ Green I think will rise up and be really good. And here's a sleeper. Okay. Here's right, a sleeper. Let's hear it. Here, here, here first. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but I'm saying that there's a possibility because I like this guy. He's a great player. He's a burner. He's fast. He could catch. Um, and that – you're going to laugh at me. All right. Golden Tate, dude. I think that dude's oh, a beast. Golden Tate. I, I think that dude's a beast. Um, and that's – listen, I know you're on my team, but that's a fantasy pick for me right there, dude. Golden Tate goes hard. Um, he's and, and like I said, he's inconsistent, you know. Um, but I think if he has a few good years, I think Golden Tate could be he could really he could really shine. Hey, you know what? He, you know, I believe he could do it because he went through the pressure of being named Golden and ending up at Notre Dame. You know, I don't well, think that's a coincidence. So if he if he can navigate that pressure, I think he can make it in top ten uh, in Madden rankings. Hold on, one second. Let me look up what his uh, what his his Madden ranking is. Currently, yeah, he's a solid player. All right, here, I'll give you my guess. My guess for going to, I'm gonna say, a solid 85. Bro, right on it, dude. 85. That's, and that's where that's where I think Gronk should start out. Good player, 
yeah. solid player, but we're not going to give you this 90s stuff, all right? Right, right. That's, I think Gronk should start on 85. 85 for me is fits that category. Yeah, okay. All right, man, who's fried today? All right, bro. So who's fried for me? Uh, they're able to cover their tracks, but the damage was done. It's the NFL, dude. The NFL was completely fried this week. Training camp, rookies reported this week. And train camp starts next week, and this, this league didn't have a plan in place for for its players for the for the season, and it it required NFL stars coming out Sunday night tweeting, just we need a plan. And imagine you know you're coming back to your work, or like for me coming in the school year, and you know it's the week before school starts, and there's nothing in place. You know how how are we going to be safe? What are we going to the NFL did not do that. And, you know, it got to a point, the NFL this week did something that I didn't think was possible. And they made the MLB look good in their, in yeah. their mess that they had. Right. And, and, they, and they had the benefit of, like, what, three, four months to figure this stuff out. Uh, and it required their players, again, to take action, get them moving. So NFL is completely fried for me. Uh, but like I said, they bounced back. They are able to get something drawn up and uh and they supposedly have a plan but unfortunately it seems like they're really establishing an image that there's no sincere like interest in their players safeties it's safety you know whether it's through yeah. injuries concussion you no know, whether it's through all the you know adding an extra game like the nfl has shown that it is so much bottom line that it's kind of been in my opinion kind of been a ridiculous point between oh let's add an extra game the season players are like no <laughs> it's like, right. oh, yeah. like we're just going to get to training camp we need to get you guys on tv that's you know that's when all this money is going to come in the players are like no we need we need steps we have families we have you know parents grandparents all this stuff we some of those guys have the health issues themselves and so NFL is fried for me this week. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's for me. How about you, Mitch? Okay, fried for me is Madden 21. Oh. Okay? Listen to some up. of these. Listen to some of these. Tonight. Listen to some of these players, okay? And I'm going to tell you what all of these players have in common. Okay? Right. Brandon Cooks. Robert okay. Woods. Yeah. Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Um. DJ Moore. Okay. Hold on. Let me keep going. Um, Julian Edelman. Mm. Tyler Lockett. Mm. AJ Green. Okay. Cooper Cup. These are some uh, – these are some – these are some great receivers you listen here. What do they have in common? Okay. What they have in common is they're all rated higher than Jarvis Landry, which is not oh, true at all. No. Dude, Brandon Cooks is not better. DJ Moore, DJ not Moore, better. Kenny Galladay, not better. Did you say Tyler Lockett? Tyler Lockett. Oh my! Which listen, honestly, I am one of Tyler Lockett's biggest fans because that dude gets touchdowns, bro. Yeah, he gets touchdowns no matter what. But here's the thing about it, bro. He is not better than Jarvis Landry. We're talking about Jarvis Landry gets more receptions than all of those guys. Yeah, bro. That's – hey, you know, this brings back to my Browns point of last week. 
Everybody sleep on the Browns, and I like that. All right. Come next offseason, let's see where these guys' reigns are. Let's see what the Browns' overall team reign is. I didn't even look at Baker's reign after seeing Kyler Murray at tw- at 77. I'll look it up right now. Keep going. Keep going. But, yeah, man, I mean, hey, you know, I think that's what these guys want. Keep putting them down. Keep overlooking them. They don't come out on ball, you know. And I think Jarvis, I think he's – if Golden Tate, what, what are their – what's – all those guys, where are their ratings? What's Jarvis's rating? Bro, Jarvis is an 85. Okay. That's along with along with Golden Tate, which he, I think Jarvis be... and Golden Tate are all better than DJ Moore, well, Kenny Galladay. I, I think Jarvis is way better than Golden Tate. Oh, he is way better than Golden Tate. I'm not saying he's not. Let me look at let me look up Baker real quick. Jeez. Wait, hold on, time out. Didn't I select that? I'm gonna have yeah. to get that. I'm gonna have to get that community download for Madden. Get the get some of these ratings on track. Hold on, sorry, I accidentally hit right tackle too. Okay, apply. All that's right, not, let me that's see. Not, here. That's not a breakdown I could do, bro. Well, we'll we'll leave that on the table. All right, listen. This infuriates me. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to list some quarterbacks here, that, and I think this is atrocious. Okay. okay. I, um, I, I hope and pray Sam Darnold is not ahead of Baker Mayfield. That's my one request. All right, let's go. Listen, Ben Roethlisberger – well, I don't know. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger needs to be higher than Jimmy Garoppolo and Dak Prescott, I think, in my opinion. He's Wait, not. Jimmy G's um, higher than Big Ben? Who is? You said Jimmy G is higher than Big Ben? Jimmy G is That's higher than fried. Big Ben. That's Dak fried. Prescott is higher than Big Ben. I, I, That's fried. Dak has an argument. Dak has an argument. But they're they're at least tied. You they're know what tied. I'm saying? They're tied, yeah. They're like, tied. It, yeah. Um, Matthew Stafford is better than Ben Roethlisberger on this game. Kirk Cousins is better than Ben Roethlisberger Ooh, on this yeah. game. Yeah, you got to bring Philip Rivers down. is better than, than Ben yeah, Roethlisberger you on this bring game. Yeah, you got to bring Kirk and Philip down some. Dude. Where's Baker? They have Derek Carr ranked higher than Baker Mayfield. Oh my. Hey. And listen, Cam Newton is ranked a 78 overall. Oh. Baker Mayfield is ranked a 78 overall. Okay. And see, I I hate to say it, but uh, who would you go, Kyler or Baker? I would go Baker. In my I, opinion, I, I would I would still go Baker, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would go Baker, but who would you rather have? Ryan Tannehill or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Dude, all right, I'm calling it now the implosion of the year. I don't think he makes it past week six is going to be Ryan Tannehill. That now listen, you know, Ryan Tannehill, <clears throat> I think he's a 78. I, I would rank him where Baker is. I would is. give him a 78. Yeah, but I, I do not think Derek Carr is a 70. Derek Carr is a 79. I don't think Derek Carr is better than Baker Mayfield. Let me go through the rest of these. Josh Allen is 77, which okay, I that, think he's better than 77 in my opinion. I think, I think 77 is good for Josh Allen. You think Allen. it's good? Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray, they actually moved him up to okay, 77. Good. They moved him up? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No okay. love. This is what I think is fried. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater is only a 75 overall. Oh, my. 
So who would you rather have? Okay. Who would you rather have? Derek Carr or Teddy Bridgewater? I gotta go Teddy Bridgewater. He's gotta be at least 88, pushing right? 90 for accuracy. For let me accuracy ask you this. alone. Yeah, let me ask you this. Okay. Derek Carr or Jameis Winston? I gotta go Jameis again. Yeah. Even yes, th- dude. Thinking, yes. Thinking Derek, so Jameis Winston is a 76 overall. Dude, like, like thinking through Madden, like I've played the quarterback career mode. Like I know what oops, what gets your ranking up, your right. rating up. Like Jameis's arm strength, uh, huge. Yeah, arm strength is amazing. I mean, accuracy. Yeah, he threw interceptions, but he's he can still push the ball. You know, like that should put him on a like a eighty. Like if I'm looking at it. 90 being an A, 80 being a B. He should be B range for sure. I mean, maybe it's just like political because he's a backup. You know, they can't right. have him better than starters. But I think New Orleans backup is better than some of these starters <laughs> out here, you know? Yeah, that's so, for sure. That's for sure. Um, just I overall, I mean, I don't know. They have Sam Darnold at a 73. I think okay, that's a little low. Well, um, that, that is low. Josh Allen's at 77. I think Sam Darnold and Josh Allen are about – I mean, again, looking at what goes into your attributes on Madden, Josh Allen's accuracy is not great. His, his arm – it's better, and it, obviously it works. It wins. He's a franchise quarterback. Right. But, you know, he had, he had his first 300-yard passing game like week 10 of his career, like week 10 last year. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Tyron Taylor or Gardner Minshew? That's really tough. I would – it should be hands down Tyrod, but his time in Cleveland, that – I mean – They gave him that, a 69 overall. There's no way, dude. Tyrod? Tyrod Taylor's better than 69 he should, overall. He should be 75. He, if you're going off of grades, he's an average yeah. player. He's an average player. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Haskins is a 70. He's Joe Burrow's a 76, so I'm not upset about that at all. Um, overall, you know, the top 10, I think, is solid. But, you know, quarterback is top-heavy, and uh, there's only, like, five guys in the world that are really elite at it. So, Absolutely, absolutely. Is well, is. Awesome, man. Chris, that but, was a great show. Um, yeah. We tore Madden's rankings apart, uh, but we also got torn apart by Madden rankings. Yep. So, um, if you guys agree, disagree, shout us out on Facebook. Um, we got Twitter now. I'm, I'm going to start posting on the Twitter. I haven't even logged into it, um, <laughs> but, but I will. And, and so, I'm here for the arguments. Yeah. Um, and actually, it'll give me somewhere constructive to, to, to post what I, how I feel about sports. Uh, so, give us a follow there. Um, and, and we'll see you guys next week. Uh, yep. Same time, same place. So. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Great show, Mitch. We'll catch you all later.